Welcome to the Young Lions Podcast, where we exist to equip teenagers to be bold in their walk with Jesus. We want them to know what they believe, why they believe, and how the Bible applies to their everyday life. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? I'm Chase, one of the Marcus Point North Pace interns. Um, I'm not the only host. I want to try and change it up a little bit, but that's really hard to do when you're kind of set on this little intro thing. But Madison, you're weird. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Hello, everyone. I'm Madison. Um, Chase, that is such an interesting intro. Thanks. Okay, anyways, uh, we're joined by our youth pastor, Wesley Nix. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. And uh, just to clarify what Chase meant to say is he's not quite an intern for Marcus Point North Pace. That's above his pay grade. He's an intern for me, Wesley, the youth pastor. He's a student intern for the youth ministry, the youth group. Um, Not quite the church, necessarily. Uh, But I'm so thankful to have our interns, and specifically Madison and Chase, the host of this podcast, and I'm the guest, and I love being the guest, even when the guest has to take over the show, because <laughs> the other two have slept all morning. Uh, but anyways, I'm not going to talk about it. So let's move on. Chase, what on earth are we talking about today? How to share our faith. How should we share, or how do we share? It's why how should do we share? we share our faith. We're going to talk about all of it anyways. Chase, why should we share our faith? Um, because if you're sharing your faith with somebody, and like, well, they, they, they kind of do like, if they... Let's say you invite someone to church and they're like, no, I don't want to go. Well, why but, should you even invite someone to church? Because you want to get them, you want to have them have a relationship with God or have eternal life once they die. Ooh, that's good. And so what Chase is saying is that we want people to experience a walk with Jesus. We want people to experience a walk with God. We want them to have faith in who God is and experience a better life worth living. That's something we say around here. Yeah. Well, how do you experience a better life worth living? Um, how do you experience it? You have to invite people to church, obviously. You... Walk with Jesus, yes. and you invite people to walk with Jesus alongside of you, and so that's kind of the heart of what Chase is saying. And yeah. So you can you can take it from there. Yeah, but um, not everyone's gonna go because not everyone has experienced life change before. Um, so you have to show your faith, and maybe then they'll consider it. So they're like, because if you talk to someone about your life change, how your life has changed, maybe they'll want to try and experience that some kind of same thing kind of thing. That's really good. Yeah. So basically what he's saying is that sometimes, you know, once you understand the why behind why you should share your faith and then you start sharing your faith, hey, Jesus is awesome. Not everybody is going to be interested. Yeah. But one of the most powerful tools that you have to get someone to walk with Jesus or to invite them into that is to explain how God has changed your life. And that's what Chase is saying. And so before we kind of dip into that, we all just want to be on the same page. Why should we share our faith? Madison, Chase. <laughs> you got this, Madison. So this is a summary of everything we just said. Go ahead. So people experience like, like you just farted. I think it was a chair. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Way to hide it. Way to cover it up. She's trying uh-uh. to hide it. I don't think so. Uh, so Maddie, why should we share our faith? Um, so people experience life change. So people experience life change. I notice that when I'm on this podcast, I talk really fast, like really, 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 really fast. I think it's because Chase is rubbing off on me, and I've been around Chase too much. What are you talking about? So I'm going to slow down my talking speed. Why should you share your faith so people will experience life change, okay? How do we share our faith? That's the next question. So once you understand the why, how should you share your faith? Chase? 
Um, how should you like share your testimony? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, that's what you're mentioning earlier, right? Yeah. Part of that life change and part of why, which I think what you were saying earlier is why should you show your faith because God's moved in your own life. Yeah. And you want people to experience that. But then how to do it, one of the most powerful tools is to say, hey, look, this is how old I was when I placed my faith in Christ, and this is how God has moved in my life, okay? Right. But more than that, sharing your faith can't just be sharing your story. Now, your story is powerful. In fact, it's one of the most powerful tools you have because people love to listen to stories. I love stories. We all love stories. But the story of Jesus is the story we should all be focused on, right? Yeah. Now, what about the story of Jesus changes everything? Well, number one, he was a real person. Right. He really died on a cross. He really existed, okay? And number two, he was God. We read the scriptures. We read the historical accounts and the miracles he performed. He claimed and proved himself to be the son of God. He was deity, okay? And so he really did live. He really was God. He really did die. There's physical proof and evidence that he died, okay? And there's also physical proof and evidence that God did perform a miracle and he raised him from death to life. There were over 500 eyewitness accounts of the resurrected Jesus, historically, now, that's some pretty good evidence to prove someone came back from death to life. And and we see that it's not a myth because of how accurate and how prompt the recording of the resurrection was. And so really we see this unfolding of the story of Jesus, that he had he was deity, okay, that he died, he had a death, and that there was a resurrection. And so we share the deity, death, and resurrection with people because that's the good news of Jesus. Well, why is the deity, death, and resurrection so important? Are you God, Madison? No. Are you God, Chase? No. no. and so there's a clear problem. You both have sinned. I have sinned. Therefore, we are headed to hell. We deserve to be separated from the goodness of God and sent to a place called hell, right? Mm-hmm. We're not God. There's a problem. Only God can save us, okay? So that's why Jesus' deity is so important. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. What's the, what's a wage, Chase? Like... A wage. I, I have it. I know I do, but I just like... <laughs> it's what you earn for... Working. What Working or what you do, okay? Yeah. And, and God says the wage for sin is being separated from God's goodness forever in a place called hell. Well, Madison, what is sin? Disobeying God. Disobeying God, okay? Yeah, that's good. And so how do you know if you sinned? Well, audience, just kind of say yes or no to these three questions. Have you ever said something you shouldn't have? Yes. You ever done something you shouldn't have? Yes. You ever thought of something you shouldn't have? Yes. Okay, so the clear answer, obviously, is, hey, look, we are sinners. We have sinned in the eyes of an all-knowing and all-loving God. Okay. And I hope you're paying attention to what I'm sharing because this is important, and I'll come back to this. We have all sinned. We have all made mistakes. We have all messed up. Therefore, we will die. Romans says there is a physical death and a spiritual death, and both are the punishment of our sin. And that spiritual death is being separated forever from God in hell. Okay. So deity matters because we're not God. Death matters because we deserve to die. And the resurrection matters because it gives us this hope and this promise that we don't have to die. Now, we will all die physically. God promises us that. But God also promises that everyone who puts their faith in Christ, who believes in their heart and confesses that Jesus is Lord, they will enter into a covenant relationship with God an agreement between you and God that you can live forever. And so what is the good news of Jesus? Let's leave it there, the deity, death, and resurrection. Okay, and and we just talked about why those things matter. So Madison, based off of everything we just said, what is the good news of Jesus? Have you memorized the three words yet? (laughs) 
Deity, death, and resurrection. Y'all say it with me. Deity, death, death and, and resurrection. resurrection. Okay. So, Chase, what are the three things that we should share with people when we share the gospel with them? Uh, our testimony. Uh, we just said them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what are the three things about Jesus? Oh, you deity, should, death, and resurrection. Deity, death, and resurrection. Okay. And so there's this idea that, hey, this is the gospel. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Makes sense? Yeah. In Madison, there's a question that we tend to ask people all the time. Is it coming? Is it ringing a bell? On a scale of... 1 to 10, um, how confident are you that you're going to heaven? That you're going to heaven. So these are some tools you can use now to kind of ask people about their faith. And so let's just kind of rein it all back. Why should you share your faith, Chase? So people can experience... So life change. Life change. How should you share your faith? Right. How should you share your faith? Well, we have to focus on the story of Jesus. And it revolves around what three things? Deity, death, death, and resurrection. Deity, death, and resurrection. And so how can we more clearly invite people into Jesus' story and see how his story can change theirs? Well, there's a couple of things you can do. Well, if you're having a conversation with your friend, with a stranger, with whoever at school, here's how it can go. Okay, I'm just going to kind of model this conversation and y'all help me out. Okay, just kind of chime in. Hey, Chase, do you have a faith? Yes. You do? Okay, well, faith in what? God. God. Okay, so right at the bat, a very non-invasive question, do you have a faith? And I think the biggest reason that we're afraid to share a faith is because we don't know how people will respond. Yeah. yeah. But nine times out of ten, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. People aren't going to get angry at you if you ask them, hey, do you have a faith? Like, I, you know, they're cool with that. Yeah, no, I don't. Okay, cool. Well, if I, if I could just ask you on a scale of 1 out of 10, 1 being not so certain, 10 being certain, how certain are you that you go to heaven? I have never met somebody not willing to answer that question. I haven't. And I have shared the gospel with hundreds, hundreds of people, and I have not met one single soul that was not willing to answer that question. I haven't. And another good question to ask is, if God looked at you and said, why should I let you into heaven? What would you say? I say this, you know, all the time. It's such a powerful question, and people answer it. Mm-hmm. And and the way that they answer it kind of depends on where you take the conversation. If they say, "Hey, man, I'm not interested. I don't want heaven," don't be afraid to challenge them. But why not? Ask questions. That's the most powerful thing you can do when sharing your faith is just ask questions. Right. People love to answer questions because they love to talk because they love to be seen and heard. And that is so powerful when it comes to sharing your faith because you want to see people and hear them and make sure they know that God sees and hears them, right? And the biggest thing that you have to wrestle with is you don't know people's past. You don't know what they come from. But oftentimes you have to unconnect the dots in their life before you can reconnect the dots and point into Jesus. So I know that if Chase, growing up, didn't have the the best family, I have to show him that God is loving and God is is just, because he might not have a clear picture of that growing up. And and you kind of get the idea of what what we have to do when sharing our faith. So deity, death, and resurrection. And there's some good questions you can ask somebody to get there, right? So let's say, Madison, I've asked you the two questions. You've said, yeah, I'm interested. How do I get to heaven? Well, that's when I share with you that you're a sinner and you need saving. What can save you? The deity, death, and resurrection of Jesus, okay? Uh, so some powerful tools and powerful ways to share your faith with somebody. Uh, I mean, it really just comes down to that. Yeah. It just comes down to that. So why should you share your faith, Madison? So people will experience life change. And what should you share? How should you share, Chase? 
Oh, your testimony or deed, death, and resurrection. The deed, death, and resurrection. So share your story uh, and the story of Jesus, most importantly. Okay, how? Now, let's take it a step further. How should you share your faith? Just do it. Now, I know that's so profound, but that's so profound. <laughs> that's a, a Twitter quote right there. Just do it. Okay, Nike, come sponsor us. Just do it. Just share your faith. It's that simple. We make it scarier than it is, but it really is one of the most exciting things that you can do as a Christian is show your faith to people. Wesley, I'm introverted. Then find other introverted people. I'm extroverted. Then find other extroverted people. Show your faith. So do you all have any concluding thoughts? They're looking at me with no, blank stares. I feel like we went over it. <laughs> it's a pretty simple concept, yeah. right? Deity, death, and resurrection, resurrection of Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good stuff. Well, hey, listen, we will see you the next episode. Yeah.